We're going to get started. Uh, welcome to the Border Outdoors podcast. My name is Scott. And I'm Mac. Hey, sweet. Uh, this week, we are coming to you from Appleton. We're over in Wisconsin. Mackenzie came to visit. And uh, and so we're kind of doing what probably everyone else is doing on Memorial Weekend. We had a little fire. And uh, we went and shot some bows and had a little game of it and whatnot. When's, when's the last time you picked up your bow? Uh, the last time I picked up my bow was to put it in my Jeep when I left your place in 2019. <laughs> Three years ago? Was that 20 or 19 that I came over and we went at the whole dick off a of button buck story? That was 20. Okay. Because so COVID is 21, right? COVID started in 20. Like in 2020. I know, right? Uh, Maybe it in- was 19 because that's when... It was 19. Yeah. So three years. So three years. Wow. Uh, well, I, and I, I would say I picked it up since then. I had to move it out of the way to get that shit I was actually going to use. But uh, but yeah, I haven't I haven't shot it. I haven't shot it since 2019. So it was the first time uh, opening up the the case. I I mean, I had questions. You know, was I going to find a mouse in there? Was there, you know had <laughs> was the, the bow even going to be in there? Yeah. Had the string <laughs> rotted? Had my wife traded in the bow for some throw pillows? I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, so we, 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 we went to, first of all, there was a 3d range in town like a year ago. And so that's where we were going and we got there and they took the 3d range out. So then we went to like the, the, the municipality, uh, range and we had to get it recited in, uh, in part because I forgot what I, I like in 2019, I had it cited for, what was it? 20, 30 and 40. Yep. And so I got there and started shooting at 15. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm dead nuts on. This was great. And so I had to change it. Uh, because well, you started shooting at 20 and you were off. Yeah. Because at 20, you're using your 30 pin. Yeah. So, so every, you were everything shooting was low. Off. And everything then, was yeah. off. So we got all that corrected. And as soon as that was corrected, we took these little orange stickers, uh, target stickers, and stuck them all over and started a game. Um uh, one point is this, two points is that. Started shooting. Mackenzie beat me easily, handily. Uh, but I was pretty pleased because I, I w- it wasn't a total shutout. And I got a few good shots. So I was excited about it. My problem with it is as much as I like shooting that bow, I, I, I don't know that I'm going to get on board with deer hunting. I just don't know that yeah. I care about deer hunting. Well, like to step back a little bit. When you said he, we, we shot these targets... They're they're not very big. Like these stickers, it's it's smaller than a pie plate. Yeah, yeah. So they're... when you go on like the hunts, the park hunts in Minnesota, and you have to go shoot. From what I I haven't done it, but what I've been told is there's different tiers. There's two different tiers, and at twenty yards, you got to get three arrows in a pie plate. You got to get that for what? To in order to be able to hunt. Oh, like the like Rebecca. Well, I, I I think I did that hard, easily. Yeah, and then at I think it's at thirty yards you have to get three arrows or forty yards you have to get three arrows and a pie plate because they just want to make sure that you're shooting your bow and you're not going to go out there and wound a deer kind of thing, you know? Yeah. How, how deep did this range go? You said thirty. So it went to thirty, and at one point we backed up. Nobody else was there. Yeah, it was just us. Uh, it was a little bit of rain. It's you know it's May. Uh, it was just us. So we backed up enough to get, I shot at 40 
And I think I, I think at 40, I was probably on the fringe of pie plate. You were still firing away pretty good at 50 when you backed up. And yeah, it was, it, it's a, it's so funny when you start shooting and it was nice to shoot the bow consistently. We shot for, God, man, we were out there for at least an hour and a half. Yeah, quite a while. We, like, we shot a lot of rounds. Yeah. And I, and I wasn't feeling like super tired, but like we were talking, like I know people get annoyed of us talking about like working out. But after that first time of pulling your bow back after you've been working out all winter, it's like, this is way easier. Like you can, yeah. it's so much easier. You're not struggling to pull it back. I think that's the case in anything. Oh, it, God, you, it was you, nice. You remember, yeah, maybe you don't remember, but like when Tiger Woods first came on the scene as a golfer and he was kind of a scrawny guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now he's pretty buff and he'll come out and he'll say all the time, like, I don't know why golfers aren't working out. Like literally everything about your game is better when you're in better shape. And, you know, interestingly today, I didn't necessarily think like, oh, this is much better. Granted, it's been three years, but I've been powerlifting for a year. Mm -hmm. I've been working those little stabilizer muscles and that's really what would have done it. So this week I started that workout to work the stabilizer muscles. And everybody gets a good enjoyment of this weekend as I'm walking around like I'm 90, just in pain constantly. <laughs> it's it's nice to hear someone else complain that they're yeah. sore because I'm sure Mariah gets annoyed at me constantly. It's like, oh, what? I'm just sore. Did legs this week or, you know, you did upper body and it's like, oh, I hurt. Oh, oh, you know, you like walking around like, well, you're a dad. So it's like you're just making the dad noises. Yeah. And it's just <clears> like <throat> every once in a while, there's like, shut the F up. Like. Go take some Tylenol or Advil or well, go stretch. Quit complaining. Would it kill you to be like, ooh, look at the big muscles on my strong man? Would it, would it kill you to say something every so often instead of just being like, oh, you're weak. You suck. I hate you. Uh, you know, I mean, every so often think of something nice to say. But anyway, so we shot and yeah. uh, and it was good. There isn't much to say about it. We went to the range. We shot. We did good. Uh, I think, I, Seth, you you guys say this a lot about getting out often mm-hmm. um, to, uh, you know, to, to, to keep it up. And I can see where that'd be important because if I was interested in deer hunting, which I'm not for a lot of reasons, um, I, I, I would think that now would be the time to shoot at least twice a week. If you if can, not sh- more. if you can shoot twice a week starting now, how, how, what is it? Six months? No. May to September. September. I mean, you're looking at all summer. Three, so three, four months. June, July, August. So four, four months ish. If you can shoot con- twice a week and and hit your spots, you'll do good. But it's not the problem of practicing before. Like you can practice all you want, but you have to keep practicing when hunting comes. Yeah, like that's where I struggle with. And you have to keep doing. Like even if you go down to once a week, you still got to shoot your bow because it's nice to make sure it's still sighted in you got your confidence because like after we sighted yours in i was like all you gotta do is just get your confidence and like you were like you were just barely missing them targets and one of them you hit like dead nuts right in a bullseye yeah at 30 yards well and i like shooting um a couple years ago remember when i got the bow and i think i was at your place when the the site the peep site peep site moved moved uh, the, the, the guy who set it up for me, you know, uh, the place, uh, the, the, the store mm-hmm. I bought it from, they, uh, I don't know. I, I, I must've done a bad job. I, I don't, I don't know what you would call that, but it moved and it started moving. And so the site was all off on it. 
That sucked because you and I were having a game then, too. I think we were playing tic-tac-toe then. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, my day's wrecked because I think you had said, like, oh, we just got to recite it in. And you're like, fuck that. Give me a beer. (laughs) Like, this is stupid. I'm not reciting it it in now. The shitty thing about it is it moved. And I know we're kind of going on a, a long rant, but it moved so we could recite it into that. But nothing says it's not going to move again. Exactly. And then we're just like, oh, as long as you keep it pushed down, it'll be fine. Well, who wants to sit there and mess with you? You spend money on this stuff and these different places that you go, you want to make sure they're the ones that are doing this stuff. They're the ones that are setting it up. They're the so-and-so professionals. Yeah. So just do it right. And I am I know stuff happens all the time, but it maybe could have been someone that it was their first time and didn't know. I mean, we all mess up, but uh, it's just, yeah, it's frustrating. And then your buddy Eagle fixed it for you. Yeah. And it hasn't moved since. Yeah, well, I I would argue that he's his his knowledge is probably greater than the guy who set it up, or at least his interest. I mean, the guy who set it up was probably just some busy retail worker that's just like, yeah, yeah, thanks for the bow, <laughs> like Ron Swanson. Yeah, when when Eagle goes into a a bow shop, like, how can I help you? I know more than you do. Okay, <laughs> see you later. Have a good day. <laughs> he just walks around and just does his own stuff. That's probably true. <laughs> but no, that was a. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I haven't shot that long, shot a bow that long in a long time, and it was fun. I'd li- I'd like to do it more. Uh, I'm interested in turkey hunting. Uh, maybe next year. Uh, they have fall turkey. Well, we'll see. Fall, you can uh, shoot hens. Or I was I, I was just talking to Eagle about turkey hunting, and he said that there's a lot of public land out by him. Uh, there's a good amount of turkeys out there. He said, "Yeah, I mean." Whatever that that sounds pretty good if that's what you want to do. There's not a lot of people out there going after it, so knock yourself out. Maybe, maybe I did. That sounds better to me. Get up, get out there when you get out there. You got a coffee. Uh, obviously, well, you still have to get up there early. Well, but but I, I don't have to. And maybe, but listen to you and Trevor last week. You guys were fucking around with your. <laughs> I can't get my chili cheese burrito, and you know I left my chair in the car. And that, there's no way you guys were out there fucking wicked early. And besides, you even said like, "Yeah, this is blah blah blah," and you know blah blah blah. So you guys left when hunting opened. Yeah, so I left to wake up at three thirty in the morning to get out there by four. Good, thank you. I just don't like all the rules. I don't like rules and structure and all that shit. Turkey hunting seems like I can get away with being a little bit more laid back. I don't like all the rules and the structure and shit. Anyway. Like of getting it's same. Yeah, I don't. I, it's I, the same thing. You want to be. I'm no professional. I'm giving up on them for right now. I was getting so frustrated this spring with turkeys. I'm just like, screw you guys. I'm not. I'm not dealing with you. I'll see you in the fall when I'm sitting in a deer stand. And I'll shoot one of your promises. You were there too early. <laughs> so <laughs> F5, if you had gone a little later, gotten a coffee, maybe relaxed a little. Maybe if you guys weren't taking so many fucking naps and <laughs> you, uh, you didn't have like random strangers walking through. Oh, and Todd. Maybe don't set up on uh, on, a, on a nature trail in the middle of the cities. I don't know. It was public land. I'm just kidding. I Get don't hunt. know. I don't know shit. You guys know better than me. I'm just I'm just giving you shit. So, yeah, we shot our bows in Wisconsin for the weekend. Scott and I are kind of just hanging out. Figured we'd come down to the office, do a podcast, and uh, he said he's got a little topic for us. Well, I, you know, at, we all cross these things on on some sort of social media uh, clickbait. Uh, oh, yeah. 
you know, the constant clickbait and something had popped up on clickbait. Apparently, I listened to a podcast that talks an awful lot about the Minnesota outdoors. And this is 13 incredible, almost unbelievable facts about Minnesota. Oh, so I'm curious if I know uh, them. if you know them. So what I would like to do is I would like to ask you a couple questions. And there oh, are yeah. 13 incredible, almost unbelievable facts about Minnesota. Following the uh, the publish of this podcast, I will uh, post this article so you can read all these things for yourself. I'm sure I'm going to butcher plenty of it. Mackenzie, mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure how to ask this question, so I'm going to start with the hardest possible way of doing it and see if you know the answer. How many miles, how many miles of rivers and streams do you think there are in Minnesota? How many miles within 10,000? Let's go with no. Yes. Within 10,000 miles, can you guess how many miles there are of rivers and streams in Minnesota? I don't, I don't know if I need like some music here. No, I I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go think quick. Um, <laughs> um, I'll go with 900,000. 900. 900,000. Sure, yeah. So you are going 100,000 shy of 1 million miles. I just want to throw this out there. The distance around the equator, around the equator, as in the Earth, the distance around the equator is 24,901 miles. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So based on the distance around the entire Earth, being just shy of twenty five thousand, you're gonna go with just under a million. Well, can I change it now? You can go. Yeah, yeah I'll give you one more chance to come in. Twenty. Yeah, you're still way off. Well, it's by ten thousand though. It is, but you're still way off. It's sixty nine thousand two hundred. Meaning, wow. uh, that's enough to circle the equator two and three quarters times. Sixty nine thousand two hundred miles of rivers and streams in Minnesota. That's, that's a lot. Oh, yeah. You figure the Mississippi runs from Itasca, then it runs all the way to the bottom, and you have all – there's a lot of rivers and streams. Like, oh, there's a, a lot. Like, like we're – you know, obviously, like, Wisconsin, like, there's a shit ton of lakes, but you think all them streams and stuff run out of all of those lakes into yeah. other lakes, and everything's, like, somewhat connected and runs in the Mississippi or Crow or – yeah, it's I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, there is enough basically shoreline to circle the the earth almost three times. That's insane. That's a lot of good fishing. Yeah, one can assume uh, on to question two. OK, uh, this is um, this is touching on the turkey topic that we recently had and. I don't really know how I would ask you a question here. I'm, I'm just gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna make the statement. Minnesota produces more turkeys each year than there are people in the state of California. Turkeys produced 44 to 46 million annually. Like they that they give birth to that many, or that that's the population. Minnesota produces. I would say that is. Uh, this, this isn't wild turkey. This no. is farm turkey. This is farm turkey. For like Thanksgiving dinner. This is like dinner. your Genio or, uh, or your Butterball or whatever oh, turkey. Oh, okay. So the, we have way more turkey farms than 46 anywhere else. million. 
46 million turkeys get their heads chopped off and find their way onto somebody's table every year from Minnesota. Are we the biggest producer? <sighs> I don't know. Because, well, like, you know, it, I. It, do, it doesn't share those facts. Uh, you can look that up. You've also got a phone. I know. Uh, uh, the California population is 38,802,500. Most of those are idiots. And then I, I'm guessing most of these turkeys, the 44 to 46 million turkeys uh, that are farmed annually from Minnesota, I'm guessing I'm going to go with half of those turkeys have a higher IQ than the entire state of California. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, that was just a fact. Um, I'm looking that up. Hold on one sec. Minnesota, we we produce the most turkeys for. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's a good agricultural fact. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't I realize we had that many turkey farms. I didn't know either. I knew there was uh, something about, I think there's, isn't there something about a ball of twine? The largest ball of twine is just like a half hour down from my house. Oh, wow. That's in uh, vault. I've been married into this family for 20 Baldwin? years, and I've never seen the world's largest ball of twine. It's in a box. It's all secure. I've never seen the Spam Factory either. As a matter of fact, I don't know if I've ever eaten Spam, but I'm oh, sure my mother so would say that I did like when I was young, that that, you know, canned ham or whatever, that was something that. It's so good. Anyone out there listening, let, uh, you got to let us know. We gotta, we should start a poll on who likes Spam because there's a lot of people that don't like it, but I know a lot of people that love it. And it's kind of just one of those things that you either like it or you don't because you cut up some Spam, you can eat it raw. I've okay. heard that. Huh? Oh yeah, you, like not so, like so it comes cooked. Uh, probably not. <laughs> like it, not a lot of it, but mm. like it, it doesn't go bad on the shelf. That's why like people put it in like for like waiting for like the Russians to invade, and they have it in their cellar in their bomb shelter. They just leave it in the can. It's got like their freaking weird gelatin consistency, and it's like you're doing a great job selling me on this. <laughs> it's like uh, well, you've seen grumpy old men, right? Yeah, where he's. <laughs> Trying yeah. to get in, and he's chops <laughs> 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 it onto the freaking stove. Is that is that the love but, man scene where he's throwing yeah. the Tabasco on the you eggs because he just got oh, laid? Burn, baby, burn, burn, baby, burn. Uh, no, but like you, you cut that up and you just get it out of the can. You cut it up and you fry it on a frying pan, and you just have spam and eggs. Oh my gosh, it's super salty, but they make low sodium and they make it in like bags and stuff now. Really? It's not just in the can? No, you can get like individual singles that's already cut and it's in a thing and oh. it's like low sodium. That's <laughs> I went deer hunt with grandpa and they were behind me and I knew I wasn't going to shoot anything and I'm a buddy heater. So I had that. <laughs> I threw it on the buddy heater and cooked spam <laughs> sitting in the ground blind. Holy smokes. And then you just make a little spam sandwich. It's so it's okay. You can't explain for You can't explain how it tastes. It's like you should try it because it's I. It's weird. It, I like it a lot. I could eat it every day. Fact number three. Fact number three. So this will be a multiple choice question. Perfect. Your uh, answers before I give you the question. Your answers are greater than three hundred thousand, greater than four hundred thousand, greater than five hundred thousand, or greater than six hundred thousand. Okay. I How many I recreational boats are there in Minnesota? 300,000, 400,000, 500,000, 600,000. The answer is greater than if you go over, you instantly lose the entire game. And you have to tell everybody that you're a Nancy boy oh, and you wear women's up. underwear. I'm going to say there is more than 
fishing boats or recreational recreational so boats, that's skiing period. everything uh that's like every boat yep There's every, every recreational boat in the state of minnesota i assume that even ski- means kayaks awesome even kai i'll say over four hundred thousand. over four hundred thousand. so your options were two three four or five and six i don't remember yeah no there was no two three four five six yeah so i'm going b you're going b you're going f- over four hundred thousand. Uh, well, yeah, technically you're correct, uh, but you it would have been closer if you would have gone with answer D because there are 909,000 recreational sh- boats wow. in Minnesota. The exact number is 909,528. But I wonder if those, like he said, kayaks, and that's got to be jet skis and everything, every, yeah. like canoes. The uh, In the state of Minnesota, there is one recreational boat per every six people. Uh, there are more boats in Minnesota than the population of South Dakota and North Dakota. The boat population in Minnesota is greater than the populations That's of weird. those states. Well, I mean, I guess I kind of see it because everywhere you look, there's always a boat on the side of a garage. Or people are yeah. constantly there's like boats everywhere. Yeah. And if you're talking kayaks, that's a lot of boats. And if you've got well, Paul, they got like, what, 10 kayaks. So they're like, they're already better than like <laughs> three quarters of the towns in South Dakota. Well, how many people uh, does that apply to? Yeah. So, true. I mean, just, you know, how many people got an old canoe sitting in a yeah back shed somewhere or whatever? How many people got multiple boats or whatever? Speaking of, speaking of uh, Paul, not to go on a side thing, but it's if anyone's looking for if someone's already hasn't shut this off because they're bored. But if you're looking for something to Who's do bored, this is good freaking information. <laughs> if people, if you guys are looking for something to do this summer, it's starting to get really nice out, hot, humid, and the water's warming up. Take your family, your girlfriend who or whoever, buddies, couple friends. And go find a river to do lazy river tubing. Yeah, that's fine. Go like we go up by the Crow Wing River up by Park Rapids. It's crystal clear. It's pretty shallow. I, um, it's you can go to Huntersville, and they have like the Huntersville Bar. You can rent tubes from them, and then they have a tree farm. And I think it what is it a three or four hour float from the tree farm to the end. They they you uh, load up on a bus. They drive you there. They drop you off, give you your tubes. You can bring your coolers. Uh, people bring radios like JBLs that are waterproof. You can get the waterproof thing for your phone. And you just sit, sit on there and float. You just float. And you run into so many people. It's so much fun. Talk smart. Drink some beers. Get sunburned. Get tanned. Whatever you guys do, I fry up like Rocking spam. the ganj. Yeah. All sorts of people doing all you sorts of things out there. You can get out of the water and go swimming. It's about waist deep. So if you want to do a little bit of swimming, you can do that. It's That's something I think I'll like completely like it's so much fun to go do. You're just hanging out with friends and family and you don't have to worry about driving because they have a campsite right there too. And, and, it's, and you know, it's for so all the much people fun. who don't like hearing us talking about working out, you know, it's something you don't have to work out to do. Sit on an inner tube and float down the river oh, and yeah. drink beer. You can do that all day long. It's... There's some very attractive people that float down that river. I can attest. <laughs> uh, there's also some horribly unattractive people, myself being one of them, yeah. <laughs> that just sits his fat ass in a tube and floats it on down. <laughs> but I'll like, tell you what, you drink enough and everybody's pretty. We're like those memes on Facebook and Instagram where it's, oh, it's starting to get hot out. So it's all these big fat guys with Speedos that have money. Mm. And then the girls <laughs> okay. come to hang out with them. That I feel like that's you and I going down the, the river. We're just sitting there, just letting it all hang out. <laughs> Except without the Speedos or the girls. Yeah. 
one can wish. I'll have to get a speedo this year. So uh, <laughs> let's see here. Four and five are facts. I'm just going to give you facts and okay. then we will move on to six. Fact number four, Minnesota has over three times more white-tailed deer than college students. 1.5 million white-tailed deer in the state of Minnesota versus 433,952 students. More deer than students. Some of them college kids probably could stand to get hunted. But (laughs) number five, there are three million cows that live in Minnesota. There are more cows in Minnesota than the total populations of 20 different states. I do not have the list list of those states. Well, it's got to be... South Dakota, North South Dakota, Dakota, North Dakota, maybe Montana. Didn't seem like yeah, Montana, a lot of folks Wyoming. There. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, this one's boring. I'll just throw it out. Uh, the Mall of America is uh, in Bloomington. It is big enough to hold 32 Boeing 747 airplanes. And then there's a picture and it says, yes, these. I don't think that anybody cares. Yeah, I don't. I've been there like one time. Twice. I've been there twice. So Minnesota stocks fish mm-hmm. into into the waters, uh, lakes, streams, rivers, ponds. I, uh, yeah. Anyway. There's like, yeah. Uh, would you, uh, how many do you think uh, within, I don't know, 10 million? How many fish do you think get stocked a year within 10 million? A lot. Um, I'm going to say 200 million. Oh, you were close this time. Was I? You were kind of close this time. 256 million. Fry? 259,500. So 256-ish million fish are uh, Minnesota stocks its water with 256 million, 259,500 fish on average per year. That's enough to give four out of five people in the United States a fish. Yeah. So that whole teach a man to fish shit, throw that stuff right out. <laughs> Minnesota could give a man a fish and they could all eat. Some yeah, of them but, are going to be uh, the fish not very that, tasty. Yeah, though. the fish that they stock are just the little babies. Yeah, but they grow up. Yeah. And then we catch them. And then so we keep, you have to teach a man to fish. Give them them fucking idiots in California. <laughs> Anyway, no, I don't, I don't really have a reason to hate people in California. I don't know what my deal is today. But anyway, based on that, going off of that, how many millions of pounds of fish do you think Minnesota harvests per year? 50 million. Five zero? Yeah. Incorrect. Well, That's, yeah, uh, <laughs> you don't give me multiple. You could give me multiple choice. Do you think that it is five million, 10 million, 100 million or 18 million, 900? <laughs> <laughs> Knowing you, you probably made the last one up on this freaking spot, but I'm going to say D. 18 million, 900,000. That is correct. You're very smart. Did you know that that is enough fish to fill the beds of 10,384 Ford F-150 pickups? Cool. Why does it say Ford F-150 pickups? There's plenty of people out there in like their their Chevy Silverado or their their Dodge with the big fucking mirrors on it that are like, hey, Ford sucks or you're you're a homosexual because you drive (laughs) Ford or whatever. Uh, So I don't know what the difference is um, in the back. 
Uh, in they're the, all the same size in the capacity, or maybe it's because Fords have smaller. If they're going the five and a half, maybe box. I don't know what these guys have with Fords. If you have a problem with them using Ford instead of Dodge or Chevy or whatever, maybe you're one of them guys with a Honda truck. Um, Toyotas, Toyota makes trucks. Anyway, if you're one of them guys, complain to onlyinyourstate.com, not me. I didn't say to use uh, Fords. Here's a fact. In 2015, the Minnesota State Fair logged 1,779,738 visitors, enough to fill the new Viking Stadium that is U.S. Bank Stadium. It doesn't say that. Apparently, they didn't know. More than 24 times. What do you mean, what year? What year was that? that they In 2015... The Minnesota State Fair logged, let's go with 1.8 million visitors, and that is enough to fill the U.S. Bank Stadium more than 24 times. I think that's the first year I went with mom. Ever? Yeah. I went, what year? I probably went around that year, too. That was the year that they had, like, like cookie dough on a stick. Oh, yeah, they have all that. The first thing we had, though, was the uh, deep-fried Reese's. And Snickers. Mm, those are good. And then the one thing I searched out. Did you get out, a Scotch egg? There's no, this guy selling Scotch eggs. That, those are pretty good. But I got, um, they had these, they're called uh, pickled, pickled, oh, Reuben, Reuben ball things. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was obsessed with them. I bought, I wasted so much. It's like kraut in there and stuff? Oh, it was oh. like a pickle with sauerkraut and corned beef and it was like a reuben pickle thing Ooh. pickle dog or whatever Ugh. i wasted so much freaking money on that i ate so right. many i was just and then i had smelt first time i ate smelt there we were hungry and i was like oh i'm gonna get a thing of smelt never do that again yeah yeah that sounds oh i i, I went the other route i went with uh the, with uh the the copious amounts of sugar route so we went with the uh like fried cookie dough on a stick mm-hmm. fried snickers fried reese's Fried everything, but I did get a scotch egg. They're delicious. You ever have a scotch egg? You know what that is? Is that where it's in water or something? No, a scotch egg is you take a hard-boiled egg and you wrap like sausage around it. Um, different types of sausage, Italian sausage, breakfast sausage, whatever. You wrap sausage around it. Uh, it's a German thing, so I don't think it's – anyway, it's sausage. And I don't think it's breakfast sausage, and I don't think it's Italian sausage. It's just – Frickin' sausage. Take it's hollow out of bratwurst, wrap that fucker around <laughs> an egg, and then fry it up. And then you cut it, uh, like a hard boiled egg, and then you cut it and you dip it in like a honey mustard. Uh there's oh, also I've different stuff with that. Yeah. It's good. I love it. I don't like the honey mustard, but I do like uh um I do like scotch eggs. And so I got that, and then I got a whole bunch of sugary stuff. And there's actually a pretty cool thing, you know, like they have the what do you call that? Where the chainsaws and the axe guys and the the t- the, the um, lumberjack competitions. Yeah, that's freaking cool. Yeah, they had some of that going. So me and the kids, uh, my wife ran into like a friend from high school, uh, some guy. They said they had to go to his car for a couple hours. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, was he work? He was he in the competition? Yeah, yeah. He had his shirt off. He looked. I, mean, I thought he looked pretty good. And then she's like, "Ah, we got to run somewhere." And if yeah, she asked me if I had any prophylactics, it was just kind of a weird conversation. Anyway, me and the kids said it was a woman, some chick she ran into. I'm being funny. Uh, <laughs> me and the kids, like you're sitting there and you're like, "Really? No, like, like no." Obviously, you didn't believe me. But I was you know, say, whatever. Well, and then Alex was born like nine yeah. months later. Yeah, that's why he's so much taller than me. 
Um, but we sat and watched that lumberjack competition and they run through, they, they didn't do the the thing with the log, with the log rolling where they're on top. Oh, they didn't yeah. do any of that water stuff, but they did do some shit where you had to climb up. They did plenty of things with the, the big steel chainsaws where they're right through something. And, uh, that was actually really, really cool. I liked that. Even though I had severe indigestion from all the junk I had eaten. They do a, uh, a thing every year. Not at the state fair. There's one in Wisconsin. It's like the biggest, uh, yeah. the lumberjack champion. Hey, 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 we're, talk, we're talking about Minnesota facts. We're not talking. About well, I know. I just uh, no, but I want to go see these that These are sometime. all unknown facts about Minnesota. Everyone cares that. enough about yeah. Wisconsin that there are no unknown facts. Everyone already met. I do want to go and see that, though. I think that would be so sweet. Because, like, at work, <laughs> we, we kind of like. Me. Okay, hold on one sec. Hold on, bye. Okay. Oh, thanks. No, no, but at work, so we trim trees, right? Yeah. And there was one tree that it was a freaking big tree. And like my heart, I had like adrenaline was running. I was like, oh my God, this thing's going to, I'm going to die. So I'm like notching it and I don't use the, the, um, deals that you hit on the one side to make it go, you know, the, uh, what I can't think of the name of it right now. So like right before, like we had to take down this cotton tree or this cottonwood and it was, we had a 16 inch. No, we had a 25 inch and it couldn't go through. So it was a big freaking tree. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I'm looking at it. I got like, you know, my hard hat and we have the hard hats that have like speakers in it. And then I got like my chaps on and all and like, all <laughs> like yeah. Oh yeah. All right like on. the chainsaw shit. Right. So the first thing I do is I look up and I'm just talking to myself. I'm like, okay. And they, they everyone can hear me, but I'm like in my own world. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop it over here, and and as I'm doing that, I put like the biggest chew in in my life, and that's when I had like my big beard, so I put in this big chew in, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna drop it over here, and, and I fire up the chainsaw, and I start going, and I start notching it, and I'm just like, come on, come on, you bitch, come on, here we go, and I'm just talking, and these guys are laughing at work because they can hear everything I'm saying, and they get to the other side, and I and I start cutting it, and I'm just like, and I'm like, all right, here we go, here we go, don't you come back on me. Don't you come back on me? And I'm like, here we go, here we go. <laughs> as soon as it starts to lean, I just run out of there and the thing falls. And I'm just like, start screaming. I'm like, whoa, yeah, you know, whatever. And they're just like, Jesus Christ, like, oh, that's a big tree. And I'm like, dude, I just went from six to midnight. Let's do another one. Like, I'm like, I'm just jacked. Like, I'm, I need I need to do this again. Like, this is the thing I'm missing in my life. But like, they're they give me so much shit forever because they're just they could hear everything I was saying. And I'm just like, all right, come on, don't, don't do this to me. Don't come back. But yeah, that's all I have to say about chainsaws. So I do, I really do want to go see the lumber lumberjack show because I think it'd be fun as hell. Like these guys that are way more man than me, and I'm just like, oh yeah, I agree. I also want to. I didn't think that's where the story was going. Uh, I also want to see. As soon as you said with the headphones and everything and the the mic, yeah, I thought you were immediately going with oh, and like the night before was when I had all those sauerkraut balls and shit, and so I ended up over in the power uh, porta potty, and I was just in there, and I was just falling apart and i'm just like oh you fucking loser don't ever do this again and then just just the sounds and everything else and they're all you know i I thought that's where you were going no and then like i had the you got the new like face things so you look like and they're they're tinted do you look like judge dread no i like i pretend i'm like now the top gun movie just came out i feel like i'm maverick and i'm just like i feel like i have like like <laughs> the soundtrack, like ripping the chainsaw and just I will do the 
the danger zone. <laughs> and I just want to walk up to someone and be like, I was inverted. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a moment of silence. No. Um, but we got the tree. There was three of those trees. That one was the biggest, but there's two other ones that were pretty big, but I could get the saw through it. Uh, well, I'm going to give you um, a couple of facts. Okay. Let's do it. Um, because I don't know how to phrase these into a question. So fact one is in 2014, Minnesota produced 1.18 billion bushels of corn that weigh over 90 Empire State Buildings. So the weight of the corn produced in 2014 was more than 90 Empire State Buildings. Why do why does anybody give a shit about New York? I don't know. Why are we talking what about the Empire that? State Building? That was 2014. In 2014, 1.18 million bushels of corn. I'm going to look up Iowa because I know they're like a huge consumer. They are. I would look up so, what, the, what a what, bushel much, is. A bushel? I love you. A bushel and a peck. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. Uh, oh, how much, how much corn is in a bushel? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 800 kernels per ear. 800 kernels per ear. Uh, yield per acre total. This is a corn yield calculator. That's not what I want. Just did you talk I, among yourselves. Okay. Uh, each bushel weighs 56 pounds, by the way. The, it was right under the picture. So, sorry. 56 pounds of corn is a bushel. So you don't okay. have to look that up. It was actually right here on the on, on the screen. I just had not scrolled. Uh, each bushel weighs fifty six pounds for a total of thirty three million forty thousand tons, compared to three hundred sixty five thousand tons for the Empire State Building. Is that full or not full? Is that counting furniture and like you know? I mean, is that like the people? That's a that lot can of fluctuate. weight. You think? I don't know. I mean, that's a building. That's that, that could be that could be a lot of. So how much corn did oh, I want to hit enter? Fucking how much corn did Iowa produce in 2014? 2.4 billion bushels. 2.4 billion bushels. That's double. Cochise. That's a lot. I know. That's the thing is. Well, that's all that Iowa has, though. Well, yeah, but you know, feel the dreams. If you build it, they will come. That's why everyone was pissed because you took down like fucking eases pain three hundred bushels to build that stupid field. Yeah, to yeah. talk to his dad. A lot of again. bushels, but but uh, Shoeless Joe came, and by the way, he's dead now. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, Shoeless Joe was dead, but it wasn't uh, the actor. His dad isn't Shoeless Joe. His uh, well, no, uh, no, I'm no, saying, no, I'm saying the actor Ray, Ray Liotta just, but died. his dad wasn't Shoeless Joe. His dad was whatever. His dad's not Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah, but he got to play with Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah, but that's not Shoeless Joe Jackson. Probably better his than dad his dad. Was Ray he Liotta. also got his... to hang out with Darth Vader. That was pretty fucking he sweet. He got to have a catch. I would love to hang out with Darth Vader. Fuck his dad. <laughs> he had to have a catch. He did have His to have dad a catch. was catcher. Okay, fine. Shoeless Joe was That was field. pretty nice. Yeah, that was all pretty good. The kid choked on a hot dog and the old guy, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> You saw the movie. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. A, oh, I love that movie. I get it. Yeah. We could, we should just go over like movie. 
like different movies, like completely out of left field, like Shoeless Joe Jackson. And maybe it was right field, but like just go over like our top 10 favorite movies. Uh, well, I don't know. That could be an episode. I mean, we're we're not that this far is- into this. And I think it was 13 or 14 facts and I'm on 11 already. Oh. So we will have time. If you want to let me finish my 11 facts, there's somebody Somebody who was listening That's to the Border dying. Outdoors podcast dying. on their way to work and they're now late for Shut work, sitting in the parking lot going, just read the last three, you <laughs> son of a bitch. So I'm just going to read the last three okay. or four or whatever it is. Uh, but I'll give I'll give at least this one as a fact. Minnesota's craft breweries. No, oh, yeah. Uh, sell enough beer annually to pay for the entire state to stream Netflix for over two years. Well, so, yeah, well, maybe a year now once well, Netflix keeps rising, yeah, raising their freaking the, rates. Not with the way those dirty libs keep raising oh, their fucking prices. Uh, the beer we had today, the Blue Bobber. The Blue Bobber. So, That's Wisconsin, though. Yeah, but of course it, we have good but, beer. But if anyone's in Appleton, is that the is that the actual like only place? Fox River Brewing Company. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the Fox River Mall. No, there is a Fox River Brewing Company in Oshkosh as well, but it is a microbrewery. And uh, they have good food. Got a got a beer, beer, cheese, bacon, burger, something. Yeah. Beer, cheese, bacon, steak, burger, a big meaty burger. Had some beer cheese, almost like beer dip, beer cheese on there. Some nice crisp bacon. A pretzel bun. And a pretzel bun. And I got some delicious fries. My kid got uh, chicken and waffles. <laughs> I got the same burger I got. But then we had some blue bobbers. And uh, it's like a blueberry style beer, kind of like what Tim made. The border blue, the cream pie you deserve. <laughs> and they put blueberries in this shit, and it comes out with a nice blue, uh, frothy aftertaste, whatever it, uh, a foam, yeah. a, a frothy blue. Flo- it's, it was good. And the, and the, and the, and the, and the, the blueberries. blueberries are supposed to be like a bobber bouncing up and down. Yeah, and they do because of the carbonation. Grain belt, like premium. Sure. Like grain belt, they make Nordies, they make premium. They came out with a blueberry beer. Really? That it, it was, it's been around for the last couple of years, but this one was better because the blueberry one from Grain Belt, it's, I don't, it's way too much blueberries. Like the flavor, it's way like you don't get like any beer taste at all. It tastes like you're taking a, if a whelps fucking <laughs> made blueberry juice and dumped it in a glass. That's what it tastes like. Right on. Well, I thought this but was this, good. This is good beer. It's way more filling than you think. Yeah. Well, oh I my mean, gosh, we, we demolished that, that first. That first one you got, it was you. You were like a man coming out of the desert. You took like a <laughs> sip of it. And you're like, wait, and it just fucking went after it. Uh, and it was good. Like, yeah. it, it's really good, but it's filling. And uh, we got two, two six packs on the way out. And it tastes just as good. I think. Oh, I didn't have the blueberries Um, and I didn't have the glass. I did. I sent my kid to the grocery store to get me some blueberries so I could pour it in a glass with some blueberries and it bobbed and it was delicious. But anyways, that's what I was going to say. If anyone's in the Appleton Oshkosh area, go get that uh, Bobber Blue at the Fox Fox River Brewing Company city thing. Fox River Brewing Company. yeah. Yeah, it's really good. There's. I mean, there's there's great crap breweries all over the place. I'm sitting here drinking a Bush Light, and I'm gonna and I'm enjoying it. Uh, but given, I think given the choice, 
that Fox River Brewing, I went there a couple of weeks ago. I had like a like a work event. Like all these jerk off executives go and mm-hmm. tell each other how great they are and whatever. I got invited, so I went. And uh, and beforehand, I'm like, I got to pregame this thing. <laughs> so <laughs> you gonna uh, keep up with them? Well, oh, no, just because I was like, so I, 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 need, I need to get a few so that all the, the, the like real direct pushy salespeople that that thrive on these types of events that walk up and be like, hey, what's your name and what do you do? And tell me about your company. I'm like, oh, my God, please, please, for the love of God, go fuck yourself. But <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Kim. Uh, I, I, I didn't even think about it. I don't have the list handy. Yeah. Anyway. So me and the epic Chris Rand went and pre-gamed at, uh, at Fox River Brewing, and I got that exact burger, them exact fries, and that exact beer, and boy, 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 was it good. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad we went today. I'm glad you liked it. There's a lot of great microbreweries uh, in Minnesota. I went to Boom Island uh, in the cities. There's one called Boom Island. They have a cuvee. You can't drink them without going, ha, <laughs> <laughs> <So>. ha, <laughs> Almost so much that they kicked me out. <laughs> How about another cuvee? Uh, but that was really good. There was Boom Island. There was, I think, called 613 maybe brewery I went to. These are all basically, I don't know, northern oh, okay. cities. So, so while we're on this little thing, besides someone freaking out because they want to hear the last two uh, questions or facts of Minnesota. So Oh, that's a good one. Oh, shit. That's interesting. Um, anyway. <laughs> no. The best burger beer that i had is for anyone traveling was zion national park outside the park there's like a little i can't remember the name of the town it's right when you come in the main entrance and there is a little brewery they have this burger i don't remember what the name of it is but it's their signature burger pretty similar to what we had today it's this big burger that's got like this beer dip but theirs is like the it, it literally said the beer was soaked in this jalapeno beer. And then really? they had like this jalapeno cheese sauce. And then you drink it with this beer. And I did it. And it's from how I, I wanted to sew my asshole shut. Like it was so <laughs> good. I was like, oh, my God. But then uh, my favorite breweries in Minnesota, and I haven't been to a ton of them. Castle Dangers up in the North Shore and Two Harbors. It's pretty cool atmosphere. They got bags. It's you walk into this place and it is nothing but taps. Like you can get pretty messed up. There's got to be 50 taps on the wall of all these different. And they make the cream ale is really good. They make a lager. Um, can't think of the name of it. That one's really good. I've yet to have a beer that isn't good there. Uh, we went to the one up in Monticello, the Rust Rustic. Rustic Brewing, they have some good ones. There's a couple different ones, but Tim, this would be a a good beer talk episode. We'll have to bring it up with Tim because they go to a lot of the breweries around. I know there's one in Annadale called Spilled Grain. There's a bunch. There's one in Big Lake called like Lupine. There's they're all over the freaking place. Well, it's like a big movement. Like all these beer places all over. My boss, his brother, um, he's made one out in St. Francis or East Bethel called like Garfish, and he's brought us beer. And there's a couple that like in the the growlers and some of those are really freaking good. You mentioned today while we were having lunch that the microbreweries in general seem to have the best burgers. Yeah. And like that's where maybe someone can help me out who's listening is there is something with Minnesota with food and beer or food and alcohol. 
Yeah, it's got to be like you have three, to, two or something. No, no. <laughs> or if you if you say that you're going to um, cook food, like you're going to have a kitchen, yeah. so much of your money has to come from the kitchen versus alcohol. So that's like all these uh, breweries and microbrew places in, in Minnesota. I don't know what it's like out here, but you have food trucks. So that's how people get their food is they go in and they drink beer and they have games and everything at these breweries, bags, whatever they do, karaoke. And then you go outside and they have a food truck there or they can walk to the bar next door and get a pizza and then yeah. bring it in. So like it's, there's something weird with Minnesota or maybe it's everywhere that's so much of your money. once you say that you're going to make food has to come from food versus alcohol. Yeah. I, I know that there are, um, in, in the town that I live in, Appleton, there there was a big thing about getting liquor licenses downtown uh, because Appleton was basically just one mile of bars. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as you hit downtown, it is a mile and it is bar, 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 restaurant. Nah, it's actually a bar music store for no reason. Bar, 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 bar. And so there's all these bars. And so every time somebody wanted to open a bar because some of these would go under because they were just stupid. Uh, there were there were all these hoops to jump through, but the thing is, is you couldn't get a liquor license. You had to get a, f- a like a food license. Mm-hmm. So the deal here was, we're not going to give you a liquor license unless you're going to do food. And I don't give a shit what your percentage is, but I'm not giving you a liquor license unless you do food. I mean, Minnesota, I guess that makes sense that they can't do food unless they're going to do a percentage of food. But I don't I don't get that. I mean, so you just want people to get shit faced and head on out or maybe they could eat something, soak up that liquor and, you know, drive responsibly like we do in Wisconsin. There's a lot of things I don't agree with <laughs> the way Minnesota does, but it, it it's a good thing for I mean, it, maybe it just it's easier for these breweries because they can just cut their hands or wipe their hands clean of dealing with the food, food, uh, shit, like department of food and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, they, I, know, yeah. I know they have to keep like their kegs and all that stuff clean, but it also helps all these food trucks that are come around and help them get money because like there's one that is around us that I haven't tried, but I was at a wedding a couple of weekends ago and it's this Thai place and it's supposedly the best food truck that you'll ever have. Like, Thai, thai like food? Thai food. Oh, right on. And it's and uh, it's um, one of um, one of our friends said that yeah, you got to go to this place and this Thai food. It's like Thai Taipei or something's the name of the truck. Sure. And they said it's so freaking good. And it's just the line is backed up wherever they're gonna go because they have like Facebook, like oh this, this food truck's gonna be here today, whatever business, and there'll just be lines of people. I hope they keep it going. A lot of times food trucks, when they get that successful, they try to do like brick and mortar where they'll, you know, like uh, try to open up a like a, a restaurant, restaurant like, yeah. like with doors and walls and shit. And uh, and it, it, it kind of loses the, the yeah. whatever uh, food trucks. There's a bar here in town called Tandem. They have my favorite beer, Quack. I've been talking about <laughs> it's a Belgian ale. Uh, it's like nine percent alcohol. Uh, it's slow release. You're more drunk three hours after you took your last sip than <laughs> than you are. You know, it's just oh boy, but it's good. But they have food trucks just pull up. They don't do food. They yeah. just have food trucks pull up. And I I think that's a good model. So I mean, however you do it. But the best burger I ever had before I finished the last two, I will tell you, was in uh, Arizona, Tempe, Arizona, and it was at a bar 
that I looked it up so I could say it correctly. The Lodge Sasquatch Kitchen, which oh. is familiar because it's Jared Allen's restaurant. Is it really? Yeah. Jared so the, Allen. Next, the next time we go down to Arizona to hang out with uh, the old lady's friends who live in Mesa. So Tempe's a little bit of a. Tempe's. Tempe is is one of the greatest places on the is planet. Is it really? That's ASU is there. There. Uh, oh, ASU constantly oh, voted amongst the most attractive college coeds ever, so we'll and deservedly there. so. Uh, whew, that is something. You get down there and you look around, and it's like a whole different breed of folks. Um, but they're attractive. But I went to Jared Allen's joint. We went there. My kid. Um, Big baseball fan, so we went down there to watch spring training. You got Cactus League in mm-hmm. uh, in that area. The Twins are in the Grapefruit League uh, over in uh, <laughs> a bunch of grapefruit <laughs> over in Florida. <laughs> but uh, uh, so we caught some ball games. We went and watched. Uh, we tried to watch Mike Trout hit some uh, hit some home runs uh, with uh, the Angels. Caught a couple Brewer games. This and that, but. Of course, I married a woman from Minnesota, so she insisted we had to go to Jerry Jared Allen's yeah. restaurant. And uh, begrudgingly, fine. We went there. Uh, one, the, f- the the burger was so fucking good. I can't even. I, I the only you way I can explain you it. Sell your asshole. Is shot? that the next day <laughs> I insisted we go back? But the kids at the time were a little bit younger. Um, my oldest was probably maybe middle teenager, maybe sixteen or something like that. My youngest uh, at that age was maybe uh, at eleven. Or 12. Anyway, something in that range. And he had uh, a pool table that is gigantic and it's soccer balls. And you stand on it and you got to kick one ball into another and you play pool with soccer balls and you kick. How have I not heard of this place? And so you sit there and you play soccer pool or whatever and you watch uh, UFC fights and they got amazing food and there's beautiful ladies walking all. It is, it is. It is worth worth the visit. I like that. If there's one place that I could live besides Minnesota, it would be number one would be Montana. You could live there? I seem to think I could. But Arizona, I do like Arizona. Like, I don't know what it is. It's. We went down there in like a December one year when they, like I said, her friends live in Mesa. Yeah. And we went to like the college bars and all that. And we went to like, it was around Christmas. So they had like this big Christmas thing, light show around ASU. And I'm like, yeah, this is nice. 65 degrees in December. Yeah. Like the weather is beautiful. I, I, oh. I can't imagine going there uh, around August time frame when it's 125, but, but there's no humidity. What a Midwestern thing to say. There is no, like, that makes a big difference. Uh, maybe, but at 125, you're literally getting cooked. Like, that smell that, that you're like. That's me? Mm, is that bacon? <laughs> no, that's you. That's you cooking. You're delicious. Uh, I agree. I don't like the spiders and the snakes aspects yeah. of it. I, I had an employee a couple of years ago who came up and said that he lived in a duplex and his landlord had just missed spraying for scorpions. What the f- Anyway, so you spray for scorpions. Uh, he had missed it, and they went down into what was, uh, I guess, kind of described as a bit of a crawl space. And he said there were tens of thousands what? of scorpions in the crawl space. And they noticed it because they started to see him around the house. And they said, uh, yo, landlord, uh, there's a scorpion in my house. That seems pretty bad. These things are 
probably going to kill us. And the guy came and the guy who came to spray opened the thing. And it was like, remember Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom? No, never seen it. What? Never seen it. Well, all We've right. had this conversation. In Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, there is a scene where they have to get somewhere and they have to go through it. Everybody listening is annoyed that I have to explain <laughs> this to you. We I don't have to explain it. I apologize. It. There's a room full of bugs, like all sorts of bugs. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe it bugs. And the fact that you don't know it. Everybody listening right now in your car, honk your horn three times. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Those three beeps, that's Morse code for Mackenzie's a dumbass for not watching fucking Indiana Jones. Anyway. So there's tens of thousands of scorpions in this crawl space. Yeah, and the guy and went in, and, and the guy went in there. Yeah, whatever. He, he eventually moved back here. The story's boring. But did, if he, I had but did he freak out like the guy that was spraying him? Like, oh, I, I don't know. I didn't get oh, that much of the story. I thought that was for your it, it was two guys talking. We don't really bring emotions into it. You kind of hit on the big facts and then kind of move <laughs> on. He was talking more about the girl next door and oh, uh, the the cut of her uh, bikini. Anyway, so. Uh, Clearwater Beach, Florida is really nice. It's all Midwesterners. Sure, you got to deal with some hurricanes, but also really nice weather. And uh, my understanding is less scorpions, significantly less, like none. Where are the tarantulas? Are those in Arizona? Those are in Arizona as well. You get okay. the black widows, though, in the southeast. So I think I somewhere. I thought black in, widows were in Arizona, too, because that was ever when we went well, down. Yeah, there, too. But I'm just saying yeah. it, the the. Like uh, North Carolina, Asheville, because Asheville's gorgeous. Yeah. You get down to Asheville, man, that's great. And the fucking barbecue, holy smokes. There's one called 12 Bones. Oh, my goodness. It was so good. Uh, but I'll tell you what, the best brisket, Hutchins Barbecue in Texas. Hutchins Barbecue, like butter, falls apart in your mouth. Is, I that, can't, is it by Franklin's? I don't know what a Franklin's is. It's a, uh, so, okay. How do I make this short? Barbecue Pitmasters, the TV show on sure. there. So there's that Myron Nixon. Myron Nixon. Then there's a guy from in, that that smoking Q who opened one in Minnesota, the dick tall nerdy guy with glasses. Sure. And then there's another guy who's got glasses with black hair, and he has his name is like Aaron Franklin. Yeah. <clears throat> and he started it's Franklin's Barbecue, I believe it's in Texas. I want to say it's in uh, where, where did Joe Rogan all them freaking Austin not Austin. They moved to Austin. Where did all those? Where all where all the people from California now moving somewhere? Yeah, it is right around there. Uh not is it Austin? I don't know. But anyways, people like sit outside, and he's got a bunch of YouTube videos shows how to do his brisket, how he makes everything. He's got these <laughs> giant smokers, but it's super cool because, um, my brother Matt when. In Arizona, in Phoenix, right by the airport, is called Little Miss Barbecue. He went down there. Like yeah, how many, he's talked about that. How many years about ago? That. Yeah. And when we went down there, I made sure that we had to stop there before we got on the flight. Like whatever, we're like we had to make time for it. That's so, actually right near there too, where, where yeah. we stayed in Tempe, um, uh, uh, Jared Allen's place. The, the Lodge Sasquatch, that was 15-minute drive, maybe. Yeah. Uh, we were Ubering it everywhere. I didn't even get a car when we down, went down there. We just Ubered it everywhere. Went by Whataburger like seven times. Didn't even stop. Whataburger is fucking delicious. Is it really? Anyway, uh, but that's a fast food joint, whatever. Um, but we went to uh, Jared Allen's place. But because we didn't have a car, that Little Miss Barbecue, whatever, that Matt was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like literally a five minute drive away, but I would have had to get an Uber and you never know what kind of lines you're looking at. You never know what you're dealing with. I don't know the area. So I didn't end up going. 
But he talks about that place like it's heaven. Yeah. We went there and it's kind of funny because the old lady the other day, like literally two days ago said, I really want like barbecue and uh, I want to go to that place in Arizona. I was like, little miss barbecue. And she's like, yeah, I want to go there. <clears throat> the first time we went, it was in the afternoon. Our plane, our flight was at like six. And I know that it's like any other barbecue joint down there. They have a line and whenever they run out, they run out, whatever. So we, we just like, this is the only time because we went down from, we went from Phoenix and then went to Grand Canyon. Then we went to Zion, Utah, and sure. then we went through to Las Vegas. We made this whole loop. We rented a car. Yeah. So this is the only time we could go there. So we went, it was like three in the afternoon and they had brisket, they had pulled pork, they had everything. And you just pay for whatever you want. I don't know. How, I can't remember how it worked. And you're just like, oh, I want this, two meats and a side. And they yeah. just, they sit behind the thing. And it's like almost, and they just scoop it in like a wedding. Yeah. And it was so freaking good. Yeah. I, I think was that's how most barbecue so joints good. are. Like the macaroni and cheese. We had macaroni and cheese and coleslaw. And then I think I didn't get brisket. She got brisket. I got pulled pork. What did she think of the brisket? Did she tell you? Oh, she loved it. I, I have a running theory that. Good brisket outside of Texas doesn't exist. No, it was like we kind of pecked. So like I didn't order it, but I tried it and I'm not a big brisket guy. <clears throat> like, I don't know why. It's just I like pulled pork. I like go to pork. Texas. I, yeah, I like go to Hutchins in Texas. It just well, falls let's apart. Go. Border trip. Border trip. We'll just you guys keep buying shirts. Keep, keep buying Loaded shirts and, and uh, support the podcast. And we hungry give you- in Wisconsin and there's brisket in <laughs> Texas. <laughs> But uh, no, it was so freaking good. Like it was melting your everything I ate was melt in my mouth, and then I had a big uh, stomach full of meat. And then we had a four hour flight on the way back. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a good choice because we we get over the Rocky Mountains, and all of a sudden it's like turbulence, and all of a sudden it's like the lady's chair in front of me was leaned back to like my face, so I'm trying to watch a movie because we're flying American Airlines. And I'm like, I'm trying to watch this movie. And then also it's like, duh, 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 duh. And you're fucking shaking. The guy next to me like was completely shit faced and passed out before we even took off. <laughs> so, and then it's hotter than hell in this airplane. But anyways, we get turbulence. And all of a sudden, like as soon as we get turbulence, all you hear is. <laughs> and I was like, look, and she, and then she like looks over at me and all you hear is. I'm like, oh my God. She's like, do you have to go to the bathroom? I'm like, yeah. And like all of a sudden, like sweat starts coming down my face. She's like, go. I'm like, there's turbulence. Like, it's going to be like, uh, dumb and dumber too. Like, there's shit everywhere. Like, what did you do? So, like, I ended up making it the whole way. Like, locked up like 15 times on the airplane because I couldn't move. <laughs> but, anyways, <laughs> the pain was well worth it. Like, it, the barbecue was so good. And I have only been like, that's like the only legit barbecue place I've been to. Like you've obviously been to a bunch. And I know people that go to like, I, have, I, like I, when you're going to Kansas City this describe year. Describe legit, so, you know. So you can, well, like in. Yeah, Kansas City. Has, so I'll go somewhere in Kansas City. And get, there's actually a big uh, barbecue festival in Kansas City that can we, I'm told may be taking place the week that we're there. And I'm going there for Alex's baseball, which 
it's seven day tournament. You have a three game guarantee. So anybody who knows anything about baseball knows that I'm going to have multiple down days yeah. of looking for something to do. If there's a barbecue, it's barbecue and blues festival. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I might miss baseball games for that shit. <laughs> um, tonight, tonight, <sighs> I'll drink a Malibu coconut tonight. I do have to say that uh, one, one, six. These. I do have to say that these chairs that you have in here, total Ron Jeremy chairs, but they are super comfortable. Yeah, I when I got this office, I decided I needed uh, not only uh, this ridiculously expensive table, but uh, but I needed crushed velvet blue chairs, and I got them, and good for me. You can say what I want, but this is freaking good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Malibu. Those are Margaret's. Pineapple and coconut. This is freaking good. Mm. Oh, five, Throw a little grenadine and then some bitch. Five percent. Oh, my gosh. This is freaking good. I'm going to buy some of these. Mm, there you go. Malibu. Let's see here. Uh, as we're coming back from uh, from a potty break, we have. Uh, Don't say potty. I hate that freaking word. Potty, potty, oh potty, my potty, 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 potty. I went potty. Do you every, have to go potty? Every time. Let the dog out. potty mouth. No, you let the dog out. Two Dogs in the morning. Have to go potty. Go potty. Okay, go potty. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop. Like, just say, go go to the bathroom. I freaking hate it. I don't know why. I just, oh, it drives me nuts. And All I right. have to say it. Because it's right. the only way she knows. Go to the bathroom. It's, you got to go potty? Okay, let's go potty. Go potty. Oh, you gotta go potty. Like, oh, we're coming back from potty break. We went potty. No, I'm a man. I went to the bathroom. You went to the bathroom. Okay. Uh, well, since we are now coming back, yeah, um, from uh, a brief break <laughs> using the restroom. Thank you. Like a man. Uh, I grabbed uh, a bush light. Mackenzie's got a Malibu splash. <laughs> Malibu splash with flavor. I said pineapple coconut. Pineapple coconut. And, it's freaking good. And it's good. Right on. I'm glad. I'm glad you there, like it. I do. You drink all the true. I drink all the trulies. <laughs> is there beer in there? There's one bush light left. Okay, well I'll take it. Um, this is Scott's but, got. Uh, this is how much Scott uh, enjoys beverages. He still has the uh, ice fishing bush light cans. <laughs> oh, it's from yeah. I, I What's got the him? expiration date on the bottom? Uh, June of twenty two, June eighteenth of twenty two. Oh, okay. So they haven't expired. It's just fine. I'll I'll polish these off and I'll move on to uh, the John Deere green cans. The John Deere cans. And if I drink enough of those, I might have to go potty. Anyway. <laughs> Um, anyway, we were, we had two things. We had two more facts. We had two more facts Minnesota to tell about Minnesota. And someone got got, uh, distracted by saying, doing a repeater. Uh, There's no real way to bring these out as questions. So I'll just throw it out. The Minnesota department of natural resources. That would be the DNR. Manages 3,134,900 acres of land, which is nearly twice the size of the state of Delaware. Delaware is 2,488 square miles compared to the Minnesota DNR's 4,898 square miles of land that they manage. So that's all state land, huh? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot that they're doing, and uh, they're doing a great job. Thanks. Thanks to you, all those good men and women for uh, for keeping that area good for the Minnesota 
hunters, fishermen, you think they outdoors. all get hunted? Do I think they all get hunted? Yeah, like all that land. Like, I don't know. Or it's, do you think there's there's some state I think land? Some of it is probably not not hunt not huntable. You know, do they keep uh, like uh, would that include like wildlife preserve types type land? I'm sure if they manage it, yeah. Because I mean, they're not going to be like, well, this is going to be a wildlife preserve, but let's bring in some hunters to kill some of these fuckers. So I don't know. They bring their own in and do helicopters. Nice, like Magnum PI. And they shoot him. He's got his friend with a helicopter. I wish I had a friend with a helicopter. Last, last fact. Okay, Uh, I'll give you your last fact, and uh, and then we will, uh, then we will be out of things to talk about. But I'm sure we'll figure out the Minnesota goodbye and our Minnesota facts. Minnesota has. 13,136,357 acres of total surface water. More than all the land in Hawaii and New Jersey combined. Hmm. What was there? There was something about Lake Shore on Lake Minnetonka. Lake Shore on Lake Minnetonka. Like the, the square footage of how much... Lake Shore on Minnetonka was bigger than like how many miles? I can't remember how many miles it was because it's such a big lake. I used to know well, what it was before I. Minnesota has 2,560,299 acres of deep water and 13,136,357 acres of total surface water area. And that includes wetlands. Hmm. And so that is the end of uh, this only in your state post. Uh, At the end of the post, they ask which one of these surprised you the most. Indeed, which one of these surprised you the most? And I can't say I was necessarily surprised by any of them, but that's because I kind of pre-read the list a little. So anyway, so that is some uh, some pretty sweet Minnesota. Uh facts uh lake minnetonka is the is the 10th largest lake in minnesota it has over fourteen thousand acres of water and approximately 22 square miles or more than 100 miles of shoreline so I, i don't know what i what i heard before but that doesn't seem that impressive so Never mind. Now we will move on to the facts about Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, I actually do have facts about Wisconsin. I was trying to whittle that list down because that particular website does not offer you the must have, exact same. You must have more deer in Wisconsin than Minnesota. Just driving here. Yeah. Why, well, you see a lot? Oh, there was one in my neighborhood today. There was like in deer town. All, over the, all over the place, like dead on the road. Because like, what, what did you say? Minnesota has 1.4 million deer yeah like you said the whitetail population was one point in, in minnesota in minnesota yeah i'll look it up and we'll see what ah this one's funny so there is uh there 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 is a wisconsin list and the very first one is called number one wisconsin is modest about its lakes minnesota's official motto may be the land of lakes land of 10,000 lakes, but Wisconsin is not one to brag. The current count comes in somewhere around 15,000, but the Wisconsin DNR modestly publishes a listing of 16,692 lakes. Cue thousands of Minnesotans. Oh, you 
judge lakes different. <laughs> oh, yeah, the small ponds. Yeah. Well, you guys are stupid. You guys are stupid. Whatever. So, yeah, uh, I'll find Wisconsin facts, and that can be another podcast. I would want to say that. <clears throat> okay, here. What? I have the white-tailed deer population in Wisconsin. We can we can end the podcast on this. Okay. How many deer, white-tailed deer, do you think that there are in Wisconsin? I'll give you multiple choice. Give me multiple choice. A, 1.5 million. B, 1 million. C, 2 million. D, 4 million. 1.4 million in Minnesota. In Minnesota. And and based on your drive here, you think there's more in Wisconsin than in well, Minnesota? Well, I saw more dead on the road, so yeah. So, well, <clears throat> based on that alone, I will rule out the 1 million. The 4 million seems excessive, so that brings me down to, would you say, 1.5 or 2? Mm-hmm. My options are 1.5 or 2. You let off with 1.5. This is kind of a princess bride kind of a thing. <laughs> like... You're too smart to put it in front of me, so I can clearly not choose that one. <laughs> but are you the kind of man, so Aww. I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you? You have a choo- clearly dizzying intellect. Wait till I get going. <laughs> Inconceivable. I'm going to go two million. You are correct. Hey. So there is 600,000 more deer in Wisconsin than Minnesota. Well, I mean, it's pretty nice here. Dude. So... Dude. The reason why I'm here is because your wife my and wife. my mother yeah. went to, I had to drive my mom out here to go to a concert with your wife. Yeah. They went to go see Eric Church in Milwaukee. If you asked my wife, she wouldn't say that. She said she was going to see the brothers, brothers Osborne. Brothers Osborne. But Eric Church is good. She thinks that guy's pretty good looking. Turns out he's gay, so I guess I'm not threatened. Is he really? But I guess oh. so. But mom just sent me a video. They ha- It's at Miller Park. Yeah. Miller Park is open. Nice. That would be a freaking cool show to go to a country concert. Well, you don't like country music, but for me, to go see a country concert at Miller Park with the roof open. If I could go see like like the classic, like the Outlaws, you yeah, know, if like, I could see like Billy and Whalen, and that would be, that'd be super hard. cool. So hopefully they have a really good time. I hope so. I hope they have a good that, time. Like they, Miller uh, Park being open. It's freaking beautiful here. I know at back home it was like 86 degrees a day. I'm like, yeah, you guys can keep that. Good thing I drove six hours this way. Yeah, we had beautiful weather here today and uh and we had some fun, had some good burgers, had some good beer, shot some bows, enjoyed the outdoors. Certainly encourage everyone to do the same if we're gonna wrap up here. And uh <laughs> Scott if you don't had mind. <laughs> what? What did I what Scott? <laughs> I was playing baseball with Scott's kid in the backyard. Stop hitting my goddamn house. <laughs> and uh, I was swinging the, he was pitching like, what, what are those blitz balls yeah. or whatever, where you can curve them super. Yeah, that is correct. And I'm, I, we started playing catch in my arm. I'm like, I'm done. He's like, oh, you want to play baseball? I'm like, sure. So he's like, I'll strike you out. I'm like, okay, we'll see. So I started swinging. I hit a couple and one of them. I turned on hardcore and it like hit the siding and I think it was extra loud because it hit your gutter too. And I was like, oh shit. 
Like I was like flashbacks to my dad when I used to pitch like in our front yard oh. and we had a step and I used to throw the ball and like the step was a strike zone. And every once in a while I wanted to get away and I'd hit the freaking door and dad would open up the door and be like, good hit in the house. And all of a sudden I hit Scott's house and all of a sudden here is like five seconds later, the screen door. Quit hitting the fucking house. Seriously. <laughs> I'm like, it was me. I don't care who it is. Stop hitting the house. All right. Touche. I don't have that problem yet. <laughs> Look at my house. It looks like I went through a hailstorm because of the baseballs that have gone through siding. I've already replaced a window. And this is coming off a week where he came home golfing and he says, oh, dad, I broke your $500 yeah. tailor-made not, he, driver. And yeah. today he came home and said, oh, I found a head cover for the putter. And I said, well, that's Great, I guess. Where's the head cover for my putter? Well, you don't have one. I assure you I do. So apparently he just left mine lay out there as he brought home some Odyssey golf head cover instead of bringing home my oh. tailor. So I was pissed. And uh, and and I lit it up a little bit. I feel kind of bad about it. He's a good kid. No, but. it was it was funny because like I'm just like, oh, it was my bad. Like, but then you're telling me like you told me all this beforehand. I'm like, he's kind of racking up kind of a. A bad streak here, so I could see how well, he keeps can. breaking shit. And then, and, and 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 all he has to say is, "Yep, I'm sorry," but instead he's like, "Well, I didn't do it." You live here. You are aware of the problems. Anyway, this is not about parenting teenagers. No, but it's good to know. Like you, and then like, and then also we went in and we watched uh, dodgeball. I watched dodgeball. Like I watched it for like the 18th time. Yeah. And the best we were we were watching. I took like a five minute nap. Yeah, it felt like five minutes. Could have been a hell of a lot longer. But then we get to the last part of the movie, and and like you look at both of us, and we're, you're like, "This is the best part of the freaking movie." And all of a sudden, it's cuts to the end, and then Ben Stiller just all fat. I should have won that trophy. Spare me. I should have won that trophy. Fucking Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris. <laughs> He's <eating the> chicken. <laughs> that is oh, the best part. Oh, Fucking Chuck Norris. Oh, God, that was so funny. No, that. <laughs> hey, crotch stain. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> that is the best part. So, yeah, we went on. The, uh, I like movies. I love watching movies. It's like quotes in my head. Just freaking go. That's, like, that's I, the language of men. I can just remember like. A ton of random ass quotes in my freaking brain. Yeah, that's that's how that's how men communicate. Is we could we could have full conversations just on movie, movie lines. quotes. And so, uh, before we wrap up, yeah, uh, a little bit of business. Uh, if you're still listening, thank you. Um, we got some new T-shirt designs. Uh, new shirts are up. Uh, they'll be published on social this week. Uh, sorry. Uh, we, uh, we, there, I, I don't know. There's maybe five or six new ones on there. I left a couple of the old ones. New shirts are great. Uh, I'm wearing a shirt right now. Mackenzie's wearing a shirt right now. If you're watching this, um, on, uh, on YouTube, uh, you can see these great shirts. These are the old designs. The one that Mackenzie is rubbing his nipples with. <laughs> that one is still available. The one I'm wearing, that, uh, design has been discontinued. It may come back in the fall. It may but not. You didn't make. Like, I have to give you props. Like, I gave you a ton of props for the other designs. Yeah. And then you're like, all of a sudden, randomly, like, oh, new designs are up. And you sent me the link and I looked at it. And I'm like, oh, like the new buck these, one is pretty nice. These the new, new fish one is kind of cool. Freaking cool. Uh, and, uh, old, and then the border logo variations are all up there. Old, little old reliable or not old reliable, old faith. Well, not old, what am I trying to say? I don't know. Red, old, white, and blue. 
Yeah, old old glory. Old glory. So he's got a. Go. Yeah, thank you. The <laughs> truly's really getting a hold of me. Atta boy. And the Malibu. Mm. Um, no, Scott went and he made a old glory uh, border outdoors t shirt for Fourth of July. Yeah, so get it. Very wear it, patriotic. Yeah, wear it for the fourth. Uh, wear it for the fourth. We're on. Uh, we're on Memorial Day right now, and uh, and so honestly. Uh, you know, no better time than to uh, support the podcast yep. as well as showing some patriotism. So, yeah, lots of new designs there. Uh, we, uh, ch- check us out on social. I know that uh, that Tim and Seth uh, have a couple of nice outros for us. They mentioned following us on social. That social would include uh, not only Facebook and the Facebook community group, but we also have Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and we do have a YouTube channel now. Uh, recently uh, published uh, our first kind of homemade video. Uh, the guys took a lot of nice videos, sent it over to me. I, I kind of tried to figure out some video editing software and put it together. It's not great. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, so go check that out. Uh, there's a little bit that takes a shot at Mackenzie, and I thought that was pretty funny. I, I watched that video. I was so freaking mad. And we talked about it on the last, the last episode with Trevor and Seth. I was so mad. But when I saw the, I was waiting for the Seth part to pop up. And then once I saw Seth, I was like, you motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, then you put my picture on there. I'm like, oh, oh it's I'm such a good gonna, picture I'm for never it too. Gonna, yeah, like Copenhagen mouth and everything. Yeah. Like I'm never going to live, live this down. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, you guys are dicks. But I, I laughed. Like I literally laughed out loud. Uh, you know, we're trying some new things. We're trying to get some videos out. Uh, the shirts do support the podcast, but also, I mean, quite honestly, I have to wear a shirt. I bought all the shirts. Um, and they're, I think they're nice shirts. I get the premium shirts. I don't know. I, I, I got a premium. I yeah. love them. The premiums are so freaking comfortable. I, yeah, I think the premiums are nice. They're comfortable. They they stretch a little bit during the day as you wear them. So if you put it on in the morning and you feel like it's a little too revealing for your manly curves, uh, don't worry. It's uh, it's going to work itself out and be nice, uh, fit you perfect by the time you see that girl of your dreams later. And but, I want to say one design, new design that you have on the website or for the t-shirts is our good buddies brotherhood hunting the brotherhood hunting shirt yeah (laughs) that's up there so we kind of teamed up with brotherhood hunting a little bit um they're super supportive of us um they love coming on they listen to every episode shout out to nick and reese Um, hi guys and they were just like hey you guys want shirts they don't have apparel and they're like absolutely whatever you guys want to do and so scott made some uh shirts with their logo and that's up so if you guys want to support them as well like go on there and go buy some brotherhood hunting shirts yeah get a brotherhood hunting shirt i think uh you know obviously it would be up to nick and reese but i think as time goes on i could do variations on their logo also i Mm -hmm. could do an old glory for them um really anything Uh, i'd like to come up with a collaborative shirt that has uh both logos but yeah, obviously love the guys. Uh, they, they've been on the show a bunch. Uh, really, really genuine, great guys. And you can support them by buying some uh, some stuff there. We don't get a ton. I'll be honest with you. We don't get a ton off the shirts. It, it helps out a little bit. It helps to offset the uh, the hosting fees. Uh, but the Brotherhood shirts, 
that does not go to border in any way whatsoever. That actually goes in uh, the the college fund, basically call it like in Caddyshack, mm-hmm. like Danny Noonan, Noonan had the had I the jar. That. I saw that. I, how many cokes did you have? I, I bought three, three or four. <laughs> well, which ones? Are three or four? Uh, well, it goes in Danny Noonan's college fund, aka uh, probably the next Christmas giveaway. Yep. Uh, that uh, any any uh, any money coming from any of the Brotherhood shirts, and maybe we'll pick one of the border shirts. Also, we'll go towards something. Last year, we gave away uh, that, together uh, that Yeti that cooler. cooler. <laughs> nice cooler. This year, I've been getting the stickers. Uh, stickers, I had the super highest quality um, from uh, the Border Store. They're nice. They're good. I wouldn't say they're stick on your vehicle and expect them to last forever. They're more indoor stickers. Great on a cooler, though. Mm-hmm. So maybe this year, if we can get together, uh, do another cooler, we can throw a whole bunch of Border and Brotherhood stickers on there. Anyway. Uh, shout out to the guys. Uh, thanks, obviously, for your support being part of the show. Uh, hope that uh, hope the t-shirts work out. And yeah, should we? So just going on that. I know it's kind of on the spot. Should we go the Brotherhood slash regular border, like what I'm wearing shirt? Well, that's the gray line logo. We don't have or the or the, the gray line logo. So like the. Is that what it's called on the website? That is the the shirt you're wearing now is the best selling shirt. So should we go Brotherhood and this this one? I don't know. I mean, d- 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 should that go? If d- like, however, we'll Daddy's go. losing at the track, motherfucker. Right? <laughs> 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 so no, what I'm saying is, uh, uh, we'll figure it out. Sure. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Well, I, like we just like you said, we pick a shirt and then we'll pick a month or towards the fall. Whatever money those shirts raise will be our giveaway. Mm-hmm. So if if people start buying a bunch of Brotherhood and a bunch of whatever our border shirt is, it could you be. You just stand the, be- the better chance of getting something good. Yeah. And then Who it's like the more money away. you spend, the more T-shirts you get. It could be a, a big Yeti cooler or we'll. we'll uh, or maybe it could be some uh, some snazzy Huntworth gear. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, obviously, uh, we've mentioned that in the past. We've got a bit of a relationship with these guys. Love the stuff. Wore it today. Uh, it rained. I didn't get wet. I didn't either. So that's good. But yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what kind of giveaways come at the end of the year. But as for right now, we do have the new shirts. We have a bunch of new border shirts. We do have a Brotherhood shirt as well. Please, please go out, buy some shirts. You got to wear a shirt anyway. Why Why do you, why do you want to have Under Armour on your shirt? Do you give a shit about those guys? You ever meet them? You probably met one of us. So just saying. Uh, that's that piece. We got lots of new social. Watch some videos. Do some stuff. Let us know what you think. If there's something we're doing you don't like, tell us. Uh, I love negative feedback. Doesn't mean I'm going to follow or give a shit what you have to say, but <laughs> um, I do. I do like to get feedback. Uh, I, I, or I should say, we yeah. like to get feedback, so we know what we should do more of or less of. Probably a little bit less of <laughs> this. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, I think we'll wrap it up. I got one, one, one more thing to say. Uh, naturally, uh, we, the Minnesota goodbye yeah, from the Minnesota no, guy. But this is uh, actually the last thing I got to say. We are right there to do another um, fan appreciation episode. So. Yep. Who wants to be on the podcast? So anyone listening and you want to be on Who's the podcast, lucky one. message us. Um, it's it's so hard to look on the community page because we have a lot of people that are posting and it's and I can't keep up. I'm getting like super busy at work and there's yeah, a lot of things going on. Send us a on. message. Say hey, I want to be on the podcast. I want to talk about this. We'll set up the time. Um, obviously, there's a million of us. Tim's been super busy with with school 
activities, so he hasn't been on a bunch. Sure. But um, and Scott's gonna be super busy, so just we'll find time. Uh, whoever you want to have on, if you don't want to hear from me, that's fine. I can set you up with Scott and Tim or Seth or whoever, whoever you want to talk to on the podcast. What do you want to talk about? Who who wants to be on? It's always fun to you know get to know new people. So yeah, the thing that makes the podcast great is the stories, and uh, some of the stories are great. I listened to those last two weeks with uh, Trevor Ellingson. What a what an interesting fucking down to earth great guy he mm-hmm. seems to be. Yeah, he's super uh, I look nice. forward to meeting him sometime. What a nice guy and how knowledgeable. Holy smokes, the details. That that's a guy who loves the outdoors. And uh, those are some great episodes. Nice work to you and nice work to him on those. Not Seth. Seth sucks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Seth's always great. <laughs> Seth's always great. Anyways, so yeah, that's all I had. Okay, well then, from Border Outdoors, I'm Scott. I'm Mac. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Border Outdoors podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Be sure to join, follow, and share the Border Outdoors Facebook community page. Please leave us a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, or your preferred podcast hosting site. Be sure to tune in next week to see what the guys are talking about.